fuck the ideal client avatar. If you are just starting out in the coaching world and you've taken any of the many business courses out there, I'm sure you've heard of this idea of the ideal client avatar. So before you stop listening to this, um, let me preface this by saying, I hate this exercise. I think it sucks and I'm not telling you to do it. So keep listening. So basically the idea of the avatar exercise is that you should define your ideal client by narrowing it down to one specific person based on demographics, interests, pain points, and more so that you can tailor your coaching services to them. So these avatar exercises will ask you to list things like what kind of shoes your client wears. Do they wear flats or do they wear heels? Whether they're married or not, how many kids they have, what kind of books they read. And it asks you questions about their psychographics, their values, their attitudes, their beliefs, So here's the thing. It can be kind of a fun exercise to fill out, maybe, (laughs) maybe also stressful, but then you're often left wondering what you're supposed to do with it. And it's often used as a niching exercise to which I say, absolutely not. So if you've ever struggled with the avatar exercise and you're trying to figure out your niche and it's all just not making sense, you're not alone. And I hope that this post helps you. So This is an outdated way of thinking about your niche if we're looking at the avatar exercise, and there's a couple of reasons why. The first one is that it's limiting. By focusing on one ideal client, you're really missing out on a whole group of people who could actually benefit from your coaching. Because what if somebody doesn't fit your avatar perfectly, but is still interested in your services? What if they don't have kids or they wear heels instead of flats and that wasn't what was on your worksheet? What if they value routine and stability and you value freedom and spontaneity? Does that mean that they are a not good fit to be your client? No. The second reason that I think this is outdated is that people are complex. Your ideal client isn't just a collection of demographics and interests. They have a set of experiences and motivations that drive their behavior. And by focusing solely on the avatar, you could be missing an opportunity to connect with them on a deeper level. The other reason I think it's outdated is that it's not flexible. What happens if your ideal client changes over time? Are you going to change your whole business up in order to keep up? Seems very unlikely. So when I look at the types of clients that I work with here at The Uncaged Life, I work with moms and I work with women who never want to have kids. I've worked with 25-year-olds and 65-year-olds. I've worked with folks in corporate jobs and people who work as bartenders. I work with people whose dream is to take their laptop and work from Bali for half the year. And I work with people who have never left their hometown and have no desire to travel at all. So writing an avatar exercise would be so confusing for my business. And I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this for 12 years. I'm very niched in and I couldn't even fill it out. So it's no wonder that it's confusing for new business owners. So what is the alternative? Here's what I want you to do instead. It's really, really simple. If you're still trying to figure out your niche, ditch the avatar exercise and instead focus on the problem that your clients have that your coaching solves. That is your niche. If we look at the people that I work with in my business here at The Uncaged Life, all the people that come to me have the same problem. They're starting a coaching business or some kind of online service-based business, and they need help figuring out how to market themselves and how to get clients. Even though they're very different people, they come from very, very different backgrounds, some live in the city, some live in the country, yada, yada, they're all coming to me with the same problem. And so by focusing on that problem and putting less attention on who the person is, it allows me to work with a huge variety of people, which really does keep things interesting and doesn't feel as narrow as trying to isolate to this one perfect person. So instead of asking your clients what kind of books they read and magazines they read and shoes they wear, some better questions to ask your clients are, 
What is the biggest thing that you're struggling with when it comes to X? So X is whatever your general niche area or problem area is. How does this problem affect you day to day? How does this show up tangibly in your life? What have you tried to solve this problem in the past? What's been frustrating about trying to fix this? What do you wish you had instead? So unlike an avatar exercise, these questions are going to actually help you. And unlike an avatar exercise, you don't make up these answers on your own. You should actually go out and talk to the people who would be your target clients and ask them. You'd be surprised how just a few good conversations with your target clients can really go a long way in making sure that your niche is actually marketable. So fuck the avatar exercise. (laughs) We teach a whole process for doing this kind of market research in Uncage Your Business to help you develop your niche from real people who have real problems using the real language that they're using. And it's a total game changer for our students. Everyone I've worked with says that they wish they did this sooner. So if you're trying to finally figure out your niche and you are interested in doing this kind of market research and you're interested in fucking the avatar exercise uh, and learning how to create offers that you know people are going to love because you've built them from this data, this market research, then we would love to work with you. Make sure you check out Uncage Your Business for all of the info about that. Throw the avatar exercise away. Talk to your real people.